morning, good morning, and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, at allamericangold.com. And you just never know. You, you, you go to bed, you think everything's wonderful, you wake up in the morning, and next thing you know, somebody sent a tweet or something. Somebody banned a company. The Dow's down 300 points. The trade war's back on. And I'm always honored to have my good friend, Uncle Eric, in the house. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going over there? It's a great day to be alive because, as you always say, it beats the alternative. Yeah, yeah any day yeah. above ground. You know? I don't know. Some days you're... <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, though, um, it's kind of a banner day at the Cedarstrom household. 30 years ago today, I woke up early. My wife and I lived in a manufactured home on 14 acres north of Spokane, Washington. She was working for a company that fixed televisions and appliances. How about that? She ran the front. She's an amazing woman. I watched her go out the door today, uh, black and red dress, high heels. And I remember the day her and I... um, where could she could literally tear all the chrome and the bumpers off old Chevy trucks like a fastest gal ever. You know, it's just she could do anything. Work on the farm, buck bales. Now she yeah. sells fifteen houses a month. You, so. you know that song? She's a man eater. That was written about your wife. <laughs> She's tough, man. Tough, tough, tough. Keeps me in the lifestyle I'm accustomed. But this morning, thirty years ago, she wakes me up early and says, "I think we're having a baby." <laughs> Not sure. So out the door we went. It's a weird morning. So 30 years ago today, Erica blessed oh, our family. How about that? So Happy birthday, Erica. She was born on probation and payments. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was when you could actually have a baby and pay for it. Right. We did. We paid cash. I had to make payments. I thought they weren't going to let me take her home. I still owed like $300 on her. <laughs> It was like a rent-to-own plan. But after she was around for like, oh, two hours, they're like, get her out of here. <laughs> so, you. <laughs> go. Yeah, so isn't that funny? Yeah, we had to make payments. It's, of course, it wasn't whatever it costs now, you know. I mean, God. I, I, I couldn't even imagine it. got to be 100 grand. Without insurance. I think it was right? I think it was $1,200. Total. Yeah, total. Yeah. To have her uh, hatched. So, happy birthday, Erica. You were... Uh, yeah, all the girls are all going to go out this weekend, I guess, celebrating. Oh, God help us. The cousins. The, the cousins. There is such a litany of cousins of Cedarstrom <laughs> descent. I can't keep track of them all, so, you know. There's even a new one. Listen, <laughs> I just go to bed, and I hope when I wake up the next day that my wife is somewhat alive. You know, that's really all I have. I got low expectations. She's usually incapacitated for at least the next 24 to 48 hours after the cousins get together. Well, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's always an event. So lock up your uh, <laughs> lock up your valuables. They uh, once they all get going, they're nuts. So and and also today, it's Arlene's birthday. What? Yes, Arlene out front yes. here. Let's not forget. She's a 10 eighter, huh? Let's not forget to. Uh, so, all of you, when you're. I know because today's the day everybody's going to order 
Uh, make sure you wish Arlene a happy birthday. Well, I'll tell you what. She's you, 29. You get $5 off of every order if you sing her happy birthday while you're ordering. How about that? So, <laughs> remember we did the one you had to sing the 12 days yes. of Christmas? People actually did it. Oh, yeah. It was one of the busiest days we had. So, yes, come on. It's fun. Everything doesn't have to be so damn serious, does it? I guess it does if you're the President of the United States and you're tweeting. I mean, the the tweet thing is, yeah. what do you think? I mean, do you follow Trump on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, I do, too. Because so. you have to. Well, and what we do, you have to because so much of what he does on Twitter affects uh, all of your financial well-being. And, and, and I've been telling you for, I don't even know, at least a year now, if you follow the president on Twitter, you know you need to own gold. And today was no exception. Right, just came out and and de- all but demanded that the central bank keep cutting rates, and they're going to have to. We got to get into a weak dollar policy, which, believe it or not, that's always been the policy. But they've, on the other hand, they always talk about a strong dollar. Which, well, yeah, they can't. We could you imagine they went out on TV and we want a weak we want dollar. a weak dollar. So, but you know, lowering interest rates, and uh, I got to tell you that. This has cataclysmic events, cataclysmic repercussions. Jim Rogers came out today. Here's a guy we had to dust off. Well, I haven't talked. I haven't talked about it. <laughs> Talk about uh, a day above ground being a blessing. There's another one for you right there, Jimmy Rogers. International investors Jimmy Rogers reportedly says the doomed dollar fundamentals are horrible, but he's buying it to pre- prepare. For the U.S. currency's last gasp rally. Interesting. People think the U.S. dollar is a safe haven. It's not. The fundamentals are horrible. The chairman of Rogers Holding told Real Vision in a recent interview, nobody in his right mind would buy the U.S. dollar, but I own a lot. Well, we we still all strive for it. So, because I'm not in my right mind, I'm assuming. You know the problem with this world is that... Uh, is that your laptop? Yeah, there's talk. too much advertising. So nobody in his right mind would buy the dollar. He predicts the dollar will eventually get overpriced and turn into a bubble. So I think... See, I always said this to Joe. Joe, I think learned something throughout the years. Joe goes, well, you know, if this happens, this happens. I go, no, it's not going to happen. He goes, why? I go, too easy of a trade. And we're going to talk about that when we get back. Lower interest rates... I think Jimmy Rogers is right. So, you're listening to the American Freedom Network, Patriot Radio News Hour. We're live. We'll see you here. Man, it's a great day to be alive. A high of about 95 degrees here. So much for the crisp October skies, October 8th. What happened? We were going in the right direction. Hot. I'm, yeah. I'm driving an old 1984 Ford that belonged to my father-in-law. He bought it brand new. An 84 F-250 diesel. We had it up at the ranch, and I shipped it back. So, because I got to do a little work to it. But uh, I've been driving it around. I love the old diesels because they smoke, you know. It's not like the new diesels. The new diesels don't smoke at all, you know. Now they got the Obama they call it, and this is what car guys call it, the Obama death fluid. You know, the Obama zero emissions thing. You have to, yeah, and it's urine. You have to add cat urine. And I'm not kidding you. Did you know that, Joe? That the new diesel trucks have a tank. It's called death fluid. But it's the E is urine something, something. But anyway, they, uh, 
You have to add it. You got to, you know, and uh, it's horrible. And when it goes bad, it's just a nightmare to fix. And this is one of the old trucks, obviously, way, way before Obama. An 84, it has the old 6.9 diesel in it, and it smokes. And around here, you got nothing but liberals racing around in tiny little cars. If the speed limit is 35 miles an hour, that means 70. Okay? And I'm not kidding you. If the speed limit's uh, 55, that means 90. That's how they drive. So if they get up on your bumper with this thing, you can just kind of pour the coals to it a little bit, and it just puts out this black smoke. (laughs) So I'm doing my best to destroy the planet one mile at a time. Where's that little Swiss girl that come out of here? This is wrong. I should not be here. You know what's funny, though? They get they back off. They don't like that diesel. So, I don't know. I forget what I'm even talking about. Who, who texted you? Stengel? So you yeah, Stengel's out there listening. Yeah. You have a lot of people listening. Yeah, well, we're on local here in Phoenix, and... Uh, I don't know. As I'm getting older, Joe used to say you can't go anywhere. I mean, I knew a lot of people here, but he lived here since 1967. Joe used to say you can't go anywhere, and we would run into No, there's some somebody. always a tie. Anybody that's lived in the Valley for at least, say, 30 to 40 years, somehow can be tied back to you. Yeah, well, it's weird. Right so. through a, oh, 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 my sister's brother's cousin used to be Eric's best friend, or, you know, something like that, always. Yeah, we're all just one person away. And, and I'm never going to do that 23 and me thing ever. <laughs> I'm not sending that. Not doing <laughs> Anyway, we're talking about Jimmy Rogers. Says this is the last gasp. And easy trades, you know. Trades are just too easy. So, and we just witnessed it before. You know, the uh, when when they lowered interest rates, everybody goes, "Well, this is going to happen. This is going to happen." And it's just kind of having muted effects. And I think they'd be quite surprised with an interest rate lower. Okay, and they lower the interest rate, and Wall Street goes down. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of... that's, And we've talked about this. that Once they're painted into a corner, and if it doesn't work the way it's supposed to work, and I don't think it will, too easy of a trade. So I think it, uh, uh, interest rate, if they lower interest rates, it may peel two grand off the Dow quicker than you can blink. So just because too easy. So all, all the people, remember, always do the opposite of what everybody's doing, and that's, you know... I always love the... Uh, In that case, 800-951-0592. Yeah. If you want to do the opposite, call that number. It's a good time to pick up gold. You know, the, the perfect storm for gold, I called it here a while ago, and it's definitely coming to fruition. Obviously, when the uh, impeachment problems, and again, the only thing that, that the libs are going to be able to point at is high gold prices come election day. Because, you know, the plunge protection team, obviously, we proved that last week. They're in the Trump camp. I mean, they saved the Dow. It was just getting pounded on day three or four. Well, they, you know, it was so funny. It was all the good news on the trade stuff, and they dusted off Larry Kudlow, the biggest liar of all time. Everybody even knows. So it was so funny. I was watching uh, the Idiot Box this morning. They had Jim Cramer on, of course, and, and the Dow's down 300 points, and, and Kramer's kind of trying to act like, oh, well, yeah, I knew Larry Kudlow was was lying on Friday. Everybody should know that. That guy couldn't tell the truth to save his life and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, you know, and I just laugh about it because I've been telling you since the trade war started, which is now we're, what, we're at 19 months, 18 months of this, 
There is no deal to be had here. This isn't about trade. This isn't about China building everything. We were more than happy to let them have it. Right? Alan Greenspan told you, we don't want those jobs. Right? Send them over there. Send them to Mexico. We don't want to do that kind of stuff. We're Americans, by God. We just buy stuff. We don't want to actually build anything because that's hard work. You're right, though. That's what they, they And those are the exact words. They didn't want to be saddled, settled with manufacturing. Yeah, I mean, come on. Look at it. It's bad for the environment. We don't want that. Yeah, that's one thing. They'll never get the genie back in the bottle now. So. And, and, and But the real issue isn't about that at all. We would have loved it if China would have just kept their mouth shut and just been the dumb Chinese and just been happy with, hey, we let you build everything. You're welcome for bringing all your people out of the rice field. It would have been fine. But the problem is now China's decided, hey, wait a minute. We're the leader of the world. We buy more cars than anybody. We, we go through more oil than anybody. We use more copper, cement. We're the, we're the industry leaders. Everybody should be bowing to us, not to America. That's where the problem started. Well, the NBA is. So <laughs> <laughs> Is that sickening or what? That was just absolutely sickening. First of all, what are you doing piping up about the uh, Hong Kong? So, in case you guys don't know what Eric's talking about, uh, China and the NBA have an agreement where China broadcast NBA games over there. I mean, let's say they got 1.4 billion people, and they really And like- one of them has made the NBA. Yeah, well, <laughs> Yao Ming, who was seven foot six, the Great Wall of China, played for the Houston Rockets, okay? And, and he was, listen, he was a good NBA player. Was he Shaq? No, but he was a good player. And the Rockets, because of Yao Ming, are kind of like China's team, right? You know, they're, they're the first team to have a Chinese superstar. And I don't know what this guy was thinking. The general manager of the Rockets, two days ago. Daryl Morey. Yeah, yeah, two days ago. Maybe it was the weekend. Tweeted, right, about the Hong Kong protests that were going on and, and, and was supporting the protesters. Pro-democracy yes. are the terms that he used. So, immediately the Chinese were like, uh, excuse me? And uh, forget NBA, you're out. And the funny thing is, the NBA's actually over there for exhibition games right now. Right now. So they're not going to air them on the television. Not going to play them on TV. So, of course, the NBA's apologizing. Right. Everybody's the, the, apologizing. The been deleted, all this stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were now. We're pro-communists. Right? Did I say pro-democracy? Right. Spell check did that. Yeah. I swear I wrote communist. Pro-communism. I mean, the NBA, oh, yeah, we're sorry, blah, blah, blah. So apparently we're pro-communists. If you want to see a great interview, I don't know if we can get it, but Peter Marici today, he looks like Jimmy Rogers, another bow tie guy, was on Varney on Fox Business News going, well, you know, where's the outcry and where is all this? He goes, what about the universities? You know, nobody says anything. Uh, the universities have such business ties in this country with the with the communists and the Chinese and the deals that have been put together and the professors and the money that's coming in that you know that nobody's talking about pro democracy in this country anymore. It's over. It's over because of business relationships with China. 
Uh, he was awesome. He's like, well, he goes, let me tell you, if it would have been, they would have tweeted about Black Lives Matters, every every university would have been, oh, we have to protest, da 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 da. But no, backing up the NBA, backing up the uh, the the communists, and everybody's got to bow to the communist universities. Everybody's quiet on that. We're all quiet on that. How'd this happen? Is this really it? The business relationships with the communists are more than democracy. They have a higher place in our society man i mean yeah yeah, yeah. it is how'd this happen how'd this happen you know little by little you're just going to watch the decimation of of everything american i well, mean i mean think about look at ge that's it all the you guys that are still here that got pensions see you later all that's gotta go right you got general motors hasn't built a car in almost a month now Right, and I still I drive by the dealer. There's still plenty of General Motors cars out there, right? But they haven't built the car in almost a month. Think about that. That's how slow car sales really are. So, but they're too damn expensive. You know what's funny? Scottsdale. Joe and I only live in Scottsdale. I grew up here. I mean, you know, you guys know when you buy a new car, they give you the little temporary thing on it. You know, and when I was a kid, people left the window sticker on them for a long time. You know, because they looked brand new. The window sticker, right. the temporary plate. You know, you drove them around for a while. You were proud of them. And, you know, in Scottsdale, on any given day, you can't go to the store. There's four, five, six, seven, eight cars with the uh, temporaries on them. No. Mm-mm. It's too expensive. So I don't know how they're going to fix it or what they're going to do. The GM strike's probably a godsend, but they were asking, were talking today about does the government need to get involved to put them back to work but nobody's complaining there isn't anybody that says there's car shortages can't get a truck blah, blah, blah. i mean i it's weird. i haven't heard any of that yeah i'm not seeing i haven't either not so that's the world we live in who knows but think about the yeah. i mean boeing today boeing announced aircraft deliveries they the in september of last year Boeing delivered 87 planes. And you know, you got to think, each one of these planes is like a billion dollars. I mean, it's it's big money. This this September, they delivered 26. From 87 to 26. I mean, you're talking about... So you got a 50 plane difference or something. <laughs> I mean, two-thirds, 67, 70% difference in the amount of planes plane being delivery. delivery. And it was so funny because I think deliveries for the year are down 50% from last the first nine months of this year, first nine months of last year. We actually just, just to humor ourselves, Eric and I looked it up. Do you know that Boeing stock is up year to date? Isn't that something? How's that even possible? Well, government money. So government contracts. Government contracts and, and again, overvalued I just want to just point out how overvalued Wall Street really is. The P.E. ratios, they've doubled, they've tripled. I mean, you're paying a fortune for these things. But, again, you know, part of the problem is these guys, there's so much money that has been printed out of thin air. They don't know what else to do. Where else to put it. Right. That was a question we asked last week. I mean, eventually, negative interest rates, will people pay the government to hold their money? The answer is yes. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, they will. I think they will. So look at this. We got it. Everything's insured. The, America has your money for if you're a billionaire because there's only X amount of FDIC insurance, FSLIC. There's only X amount of it. The, the rest of it's just twisting in the wind 
waiting for another black swan to wipe it out. You know, it's so, so funny because I tell people all the time, Apple doesn't keep their money in the bank. No. Microsoft doesn't keep their money in the bank. Boeing doesn't keep their money in the bank. They buy the treasury, even though they get no yield. At least they're like, hey, when the banks go under, at least we'll have money left. Remember when they turned, like, American Express into a bank? Remember that? The oh, credit yeah. card company? Goldman Sachs is a yeah. bank now. They turned them all into banks so they could get money from the Fed window. That was during the great debacle. Oh, by the way, that's another thing we haven't talked about. Very quietly, the other day... They announced that the Fed window was going to be open for another month. The Fed window was supposed to close uh, in two days. The Fed was like, oh, that's all we're going to need it They don't for. need it anymore? And, well, no. For yes, the year or what? Yeah, yesterday they said, hey, window's still open because the banks don't have money. Every day they're still been Now, it's down from where it was last month. But every day, bank, like today, banks borrowed about $72 billion out of the Fed. Today. Well, they're supposed to buy bonds with it. Well, they're trading their bonds. Probably they, they need cash. Right. And they don't have the cash. What they've got is the debt. And so they're selling the treasuries. They're, 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 they're uh, having the Federal Reserve buy the debt from them so they can get the cash. Because, you know, Boeing's got to make payroll on Friday. And, and General Motors has got to pay for the health care insurance for the striking unions. I, you know, that kind of stuff. Can I get in that window? Yeah. Give me a Jumbo Jack large fry and $75 trillion. We'll be right back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now continuing that legacy, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Last month, the first physician to run Planned Parenthood in nearly a half a century was forced out because she actually wanted to focus on women's health. Her firing proved what many Americans already know, that Planned Parenthood exists primarily to promote abortion rather than women's health. Taxpayers should not be required to fund this pro-abortion organization, and in a remarkable series of rulings, even the Ninth Circuit agreed, at least for now. With seven new Trump judges on that court, the Ninth Circuit is no longer the liberal playground where Planned Parenthood has been able to snap its fingers and get everything it wanted. Apparently, Planned Parenthood did not see the memo about these changes. They sued in that jurisdiction to block new rules by the Trump administration which limit the use of taxpayer dollars by abortion advocacy groups. These new rules improve upon restrictions installed during the Reagan administration, but which Clinton repealed and George W. Bush failed to reinstate. From the inception of the family planning program known as Title X, the federal government has been prohibited from spending money to promote abortion as a method of family planning, but that limit has mostly been ignored. Trump's fabulous new rules reinstate the original goals of Title X by banning use of its money to refer for abortions. These rules require separating any affiliated abortion clinics, ending the standard requirement of abortion counseling, and restricting which employees can promote abortions while receiving federal dollars. Planned Parenthood wants to continue to receive the $60 million in handouts from the federal government under Title X, but without complying with the new rules. Imagine how far that amount would stretch if it were spent on life-saving medical care for the poor, rather than on abortion advocacy. Before Trump began appointing judges, Planned Parenthood could have quickly persuaded a federal court to block the new rules. Even now, Planned Parenthood won, as it always has, at the district court level. The appeal to the Ninth Circuit, however, resulted in a statistically unlikely assignment of three Republican-appointed judges for a panel. 
They unanimously blocked the district court decision allowing the Trump administration rules to go into effect. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Despite the outrageous pro-abortion stance of many liberals, the vast majority of American people value human life. More than ever, pro-life voices need to stay vigilant and be heard. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're not backing down. Please, join us in the battle for life at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We're live here from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. Hope this finds you well, as it does us. Uh, just enjoying life, having a good time, trying to get the uh, news out to you in a uh, semi-lucid, uh, sort of entertaining way. Joe Jaquint, CEO, Patriot Trading Group, sitting out in front of me here, and uh, Arlene out front, phone's been ringing off the hook all day today. People are just concerned, but look at everything there is. I mean, today, the you know, Trump and the military-industrial complex are now at odds with each other. But again, this is a, a Ron Paul thing. You know, Ron Paul wanted to get out of all these little stupid wars and all the military conflicts and engagements all over the world. He wanted to pull every military foreign base, close it, and protect the United States. That was a Ron Paul platform. You know how much money we could save? Oh, it's huge. So now, you know, Trump says our military's all built back up, strong as it's ever been, and uh, pulling out of uh, Syria, now Turkey. I mean, you didn't hear anything about this. Nobody really cared. You really care about, you know, it would be in the background. But now CNN, all the local television. Now, now the liberals oh my are God, upset. Turkey's attacking Syria, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, I mean, it's just something. But, you know, uh, Lindsey Graham turned on Trump, didn't like it today, so... This could have, you know, pretty pretty big ramifications for rocking the boat in your in your own party. You know, it's gonna the military industrial complex backs a lot. It's a lot. A lot of these guys, man, and lobby these guys, you know, the perpetual war. And we go back, you know, to beginning of the World War World War One where, you know, the Americans weren't involved. We don't have a war, we don't have any guns. Well, well you get into the war, we'll get you the guns. That's right. Right. That's so, right. <laughs> So we did. Give us a minute. Give us a minute. We'll, we'll get those guns right out to you. You know, here's the other thing I, that, that I see in all of this. In their few, we aren't. It's not being reported here, but Iraq's a mess again. And of course, the Iranians, whether we like it or not, they control Iraq as well now. I mean, that's what we did. Us going in, getting rid of Saddam Hussein, essentially just handed Iraq to the Iranians. There's protests there. There's all kinds of violence happening again in, in, in Iraq. And now, of course, the, the presidency is like, this is ridiculous. Let's just get out. That's, that's where I sit. I, I sit with I agree. Party. So, of course, you know, then they'll all just kill each other. Right. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> and then you have to deal with, you just wait and see who wins. You know, it's kind of like on on Sunday, I'd like to have Diet Coke and pizza, okay? And I put them in there and let them fight it out, and I get up in the morning, get on the scale, and see who won. <laughs> so now you're looking at, you know, the, the only thing that will happen is a new, you know, regime will surface, will win the war, and then, you know, 
It used to be that that was the guy we embraced, you know. Right, we used right. to do that. Whoever the guy won, you're like, yeah. yeah whoever yeah, the winner yeah. is, we support you. Saddam Hussein was our buddy at one point, don't forget. So he kept everybody under his thumb. Well, he kept the Iranians. You know what? Iran was so busy fighting Saddam, right? Iraq and Iran were so busy fighting each other, they didn't have time to fight anybody else. I mean, the whole thing's just ridiculous that it's gone this far anyway. And if it if they didn't have oil, nobody would have cared. There wouldn't have been a single war, not a single engagement. No gold. What's wars? over there? A uh, right. desert, right? Just go ahead. You guys kill each other. Let us know how it turns out. But because of oil, but again, I don't get it. You know, gas is expensive, oil's expensive, and we produce more now than we import. Oil so, was down to fifty-one dollars and change. Been coming how is down. It still three bucks here. A yeah, gallon? gasoline's expensive. It, it's just sitting there. So well, I noticed that uh, that. Uh, it goes down a lot slower than it goes up. Right? <laughs> but think about it. If you're, you own a gas station, which I almost did. Lori and I were going to buy a gas station rest way up and retire. And you get to think about running it. And you know, what kind of stopped me was, you know, now Maryland last week had the first gas station um, convert to all-electric chargers. So the first one pulled out all his tanks. Wait a minute. So, so what happens? You, you you go plug in and then you wait. Yeah, well you gotta put a you gotta I mean you gotta How put long a, does it take? a restaurant in there. Well see that's the issue. It takes a while. And they're gonna get that done. You know, ultimately the, the when they can get a a power pack that transplants. You know, so you've got this big battery thing, you pull up, go change the batteries, you know, like fill it up. So we'll be back to full service. So you've got, you know, a big shop full of batteries that you charge up. You take the empty, the battery that's low, boom, pop it out, bang, put the new one in. If you can do the whole thing in 15, 20 minutes, then you got a little store. You can go in and get a burrito and a Barks, you know, and live it up. <laughs> and then you, oh, Wash the car, does. change the oil, replace right. the batteries. Replace the batteries, yeah. If they can get to that, sayonara gasoline automobiles. And if the whole thing could be like 100 bucks to I fill it up. right now. Let's make that happen. And then we can just get out of the Middle East altogether. Yeah, then that would be it for the internal combustion engine. But, of course, the batteries are going to have to go, you know, 500 The problem miles. is, can we so. actually put out the fire when these batteries go oh, yeah. up? NICAT's I mean, burning everywhere. So Every time one of these Teslas goes up, it seems like it burns for hours. People don't get it. I don't know where you're at. I mean, up in, in Spokane, Washington, and up north... Uh, and I was telling them, I go, the Teslas where we're at are everywhere. And I mean to tell you here in Phoenix, they are everywhere. Well, we're one of the places, see, they don't like cold. Right. right? They don't so they, li- they do okay in, in the heat. They don't, batteries don't like extreme heat ever. Well, get right here. Batteries in Arizona, if you get two years out of a battery here, you're doing pretty, you're doing good. pretty good. So, but the, the issue is like, you know, like, the, the cordless drills and stuff, like you make a living, you got to plug those batteries in, and the guys in the trades that are working, and the problem is that you got to keep charging them. They get hot. They actually take the batteries and stick them in the freezer, so and then they charge them. So, but anyway, I don't know. It's bizarre. The whole the whole thing's bizarre, and where we're heading. I mean, it's one thing for the government to mandate it, you know, and you have the uh, which I couldn't believe. You know, Trump's trying to get rid of the uh, gas mileage. Uh, restrictions that Obama put in. Like every truck has to get 25 miles a gallon by 2025, every blah, 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 blah. And he says, no, I'm going to get rid of that, which he should. But now Ford actually got upset about it. 
You know, GM, I don't know what their officials, I know Ford was. Well, they spend, they're probably spending a bunch of money to try to make it happen. Well, don't forget that the the, the head, the gal, the head of GM, I got to get her name in my head. It's just one of those, I'm hoping that they, you know, to me, I'm a GM guy. I mean, I like GM muscle cars. You know, I was a Chevy, Pontiac, Buick, Olds, love the old trucks. I mean, I'm a GM guy. And the thought of a gal running it, you know, when you're, Driving my wife's 68 RS Camaro. This is man stuff. But anyway, so I got to get yeah, her in my Mary head. Barrera. That's her, Mary Barrera. She's. Uh, I think she said that they're going to have, GM was going to be all electric. She said that. But in the next 24 months, they're going to have seven electric models. But ultimately, their goal is to become all electric. And her, she was going to uh, lead that. For the GM shareholders. So, what will NASCAR look like? <laughs> <laughs> They're coming into the pit to plug in. You just say, so, all right, turn your surround sound up. We'll be back in six hours. <laughs> Was that car running? We'll be back. Oh, yeah. We're doing all right. Life is good. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for allowing us into your lives. We try not to waste your time. Some days are better than others, though. So, you see, we can waste your time. The uh, cheerleaders. It was an Arizona football team. Arizona football game. Did you see this? The cheerleaders were out on the field, and the sprinklers went on. Did I did you, not see you that. You didn't see that? I don't know what school it was. I saw it on Fox this morning. It happened here at Arizona. You know, the only thing I'm upset about about that is that I didn't think of that when I was <laughs> So you got the marching band, the cheerleaders, the palm line. Somebody turns on the sprinklers. You know what's funny? It was just like out of uh, of Animal House where the band's going. You know, they're still all playing, and they're going through Keep the going. I know. Keep, keep going. And these are the big ones, you know, the sprinklers. So I thought it was somebody, you know, somebody did that, pulled the plug, so. And that's, you know, that's a big deal. I watch, you know, where your son goes to high school. They uh, they're seven and zero. They're a football team, and the you know the, the people like well they'd show up late. But it, I realize that like your cheerleaders and your palm, you know, well there's forty kids on the football team and then ten coaches and then parents. And you look up at the stands at kickoff, and the stands are about half full. By halftime, they're packed. I'm like, well everybody comes late, and then I realize there's like a hundred cheerleaders. <laughs> I mean a hundred. I, I, so and I realize it's all those parents that show up just before half. Watch we their cornered kid. the market on cheerleaders. Yeah, you guys got zillions. I don't know what that's all and, about. And, you know the the uh, the the track. So you know the the hundred yard you know the hundred yard dash is kind of the length of the sideline, right? The football right. field's a hundred yards. Right. Yeah, we got a hundred yards of cheerleaders. Oh, you do too. Yeah. They're just every and then they just and there's different kinds. Not all of them are cheerleaders. I don't know the difference. Right. The palm but, girls and yes, da, da, da. I, I've been scolded in the past for referring to some of them as cheerleaders when they were. Palm girls, I don't know what the difference is. So when Cave Creek played you guys a couple weeks ago, I just walked over on the other side, you know, and I'm watching. And I'm looking at the home stands up there, and I watched it fill up, you know, in the second quarter. And then all the cheerleaders dance and everything. And then the second half, it's back half full again. So, But again, you know, I mean, if your daughter's doing that, I guess you go watch her and cheer on the cheerleaders. So something to do. The Trump administration now, this is this is... Well, this is a pretty serious story. 
uh, is moving ahead with discussions around possible restrictions on capital flows into China, with a particular focus on investments made by the United States government pension funds. People familiar with the international deliberation set the efforts are advancing even after American officials push back strongly against a Bloomberg news report. Bloomberg news report, sorry, late last month, that a range of such limits was under review. Now, Joe and I were talking about this during the break. This, this, this can't be good for the already underwater pension funds. But I asked Joe, I mean, what are the markets rallying over there? Or, you know, in China and the Hong Kong, you know, with the downtown on fire and the subways burning. I mean, do they really want to get over there? Well, you know, one of the things that that they like, too, though, is the the Chinese government tends to bail out any of the uh, bad apples out there. So the pension funds kind of like to go over there because they feel like, hey, worst thing that can happen is uh, the Chinese government will make the debt payments so we'll go ahead and loan them a bunch of money. The one thing the communists do right is when the CEOs lie about their earnings, they kill them. <laughs> well, we don't know what happened. Let's just say you don't see them anymore. Substantial penalty for early withdrawal. So don't don't go into the communist bank and go, give me my CD back. <laughs> ah, So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a big deal. At least one of the issues under consideration the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board in 2017 made a decision by mid-2020 the International Fund offered to workers the government's pensions would now mirror the MSCI or the All-Country World Index. Did you know there was such a thing? Wow. So, which captures emerging markets including China. So, a whole new index. Well, that's what this is—the global, yeah, the Dow. I mean, the Dow now is going to be like, yeah, gonna pay, nobody's going to pay attention to that. Kind of like you said, what happened to like the NBA, uh, the the NBA commissioner Adam Silver. Hey, we're not going to apologize for what the Rockets guy said. That's his own opinion, but that's not our opinion. You know that, that same type of a thing, right? Well, this is how it happens here, right? You can't get out of this. How do they? Let's stop investing in China. It sounds simple. It's not right because all these pension funds are, you know, that's one fund. My guess is there's probably a couple of hundred different funds where China's got a piece of it, some form of emerging market type index or whatever is going to be littered with Chinese companies in it. I remember they first came out with the no load mutual fund, <laughs> which was basically all load half commission. <laughs> But nothing but load. But everybody loved them. You know, like, oh, yeah, you can you can get diversified and da, 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 until there became so many of them that there was more no-load mutual funds than there were investments, you know, stocks to buy. Now, I mean, so the whole thing just became, well, if you ever owned one of those, you understand that they just don't work. None of this stuff works. Yeah, you look at where we're at today, I mean, it's just trying to scratch your head. You know, remember you old-timers, your parents, my parents used to say it, you know, it's kind of stuck in your head. What does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? <laughs> Remember that statement? It turns out now everything does. Everything. If you don't check the price of tea in China, you could be wiped off the planet on any given day. The MSCI. I mean, that's crazy. I never heard of that. The All-Country World Index. So, And then what do they got rid of NAFTA? What is the new thing? The USMCA. Uh, YMCA. Gomer Pyle. I, I don't know. 
Gober Pyle, USMC, they got to add the A now. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Weird. We still haven't voted on that. Yeah, I know. So, anyway, you're listening to Patriot Radio News. <laughs> you know, my sick friends, one of them sent me a text the other day that had Bernie Sanders' face dubbed in to where they're holding up the dead body in the movie Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Jerry, you're sick. You're sick. Yeah. Eric Cedars from Joe Jaquin. AllAmericaGold.com, Patriot Radio News, Hour KHNC and KXXT will be returned after this short break. Final segment. What is today? I don't even know anymore. Is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Tuesday the 8th. Oct- I know it's October 8th because I'm 7-11. My daughter Erica's 10-8. It's our birthday, so it's our birthday. And Arlene's. Happy birthday, Arlene's. Anybody called to sing you happy birthday yet? So Anyway, uh, where are we going? We're talking about, oh, yeah, the uh, the pensions, the public pensions aren't going to be allowed to invest in the all that's all world all indexes. All things that they denied a couple of weeks ago are all going to happen. Okay, because this is, this again, once it's not a trade war. It has nothing to do with uh, China making too much stuff and not buying enough from us. This is about who's going to dominate the world. This is about the United States trying to remain the world's only superpower. And, you know, it starts with these whole negotiations. Let me just make it simple for you. Here's how it starts. We want you to stop being a communist country. I mean, that's really the biggest part of the trade deal is we want you to stop being communist and we want you to start treating our companies the way we treat our companies. And and you know, let's let's just call it what it is. That's kind of a non starter for the Chinese. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they're kinda of hanging on to their kinda, uh, you know. heritage. So Well, and again, you know, but our but as this is going on, as they keep going, no, 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 we're becoming more socialist slash right. yeah. communist. We're, so, we're slowly sliding their way. And, and, again, I think China sees that as, yeah, we're winning. Don't worry. We'll wait you out. You, you're not going to be around much longer anyway. And, uh, you know, just like uh, the CBO last night. Hey, we didn't. We only were $984 billion in debt this year. What a great job we did. I mean, you know, none of that can be can be sustainable and and there is no trade negotiations and the tariffs aren't going to stop them so you got to take the next step which is hey we got to try to what cut off the money right how else can you stop them we got to try to cut off the money and 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 i don't even know that that will work and at the end of the day all of these companies that you love so much that they told us to buy, and look at they got this great dividend yield, and they they're such a great company, and all these great things, and you put your four hundred one k and buy them time after time after time without China, they're not even worth half. Well, the pins have come out anyway. I mean, look at Boeing plane deliveries less than you know down fifty per sixty percent. It's like a big game of pachanga, you know. They're just pulling everything. Out. I mean, right? If you so. did it by the way that you're like, okay, well, the stock price should be about half of where it was this time a year ago. Of course, and I just told you, actually, the stock's up year to date. So this is kind of the only thing that you have left. I like Jimmy Jimmy Rogers' analogy, kind of the last gasp here. 
right? We got one, maybe, maybe one more little rally left in us before what the, you know we got to face the reality. But I can tell you that uh, asset depreciation they don't like. So they like asset appreciation through hyperinflated currency, and I believe that's what Jimmy Rogers is saying too. Ultimately. I think we're just going to see the dollar lose so much of its purchasing power that it'll just trend into a hyperinflated cycle, and it's got to be close now. I mean, I mean, look at how expensive everything is. I mean, they have either has to catch up, you know. And I've been saying this long: you better get minimum wage up to about thirty bucks an hour right now, so you can buy a four dollar ja- Jack in the Box croissant. Oh wait, they $4. already are four dollars. I was going to say, <laughs> you can't even get a croissant. Can I only get half of a croissant, please? <laughs> That'd be great. We don't do that here. Well, you better start. So, Patriot Radio News Hour, another one in the books on this beautiful day. I hope you guys have a good one. Uh, if you're local here in Phoenix, switch over to 1360KHNC.com, and you can listen all day, 24-7, 365. Eric Cedarstrom on behalf of Patriot Trading Group. We'll see you tomorrow.